Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast. Let's start off with introductions. My name is Trisha, and I'm currently a senior at St. Thomas Aquinas College. I'm majoring in accounting and minoring in economics. Hi, everyone. I'm Jem. I'm a senior as well, studying business management and minoring in economics. I'm from England, and I play on the women's tennis team. Hi, my name is Natalie. I'm a sophomore who majors in finance and minoring in economics. I'm from Sweden and play on the Stack women's soccer team. Alrighty then, just as a little background, today we will be doing a podcast for our intermediate microeconomics class. We decided to talk about monopolies today, and not the board game. Natalie, care to tell our audience what a monopoly is? Sure, a monopoly is a market structure that consists of only one sole seller or producer. A monopoly has limited substitutes for its product and have barriers for competitors to enter the market. Even though there's no competition and a monopoly is a price maker, the price is still determined by the market. There are different types of monopolies, such as natural monopolies and governmental monopolies. Now we'll touch upon different types of monopolies. Jemima, I want to take a lead on this? Of course. We'll be discussing natural monopolies and government monopolies. A natural monopoly is a monopoly that arises because a single firm can supply a good or service at an entire market at a smaller cost than two or more firms could. A natural monopoly occurs when there are economies of scale, implying that the average total cost falls as the firm's scale becomes larger. I think utility companies are great examples of natural monopolies. These companies provide water, sewer, and energy services for specific cities and towns, Oftentimes, a utility company will serve one specific area or region. A local example we can use is Orange and Rockland, a company that provides gas and electric services to Orange and Rockland County. However, when it comes to utility companies, there aren't many frequent competitors due to the large cost and time constraint to enter the market. Natalie, want to explain what a government monopoly is? Yes. A government monopoly is when the government grants one person or one firm the exclusive right to sell some good or service. Patents are issued by the government to give firms the exclusive right to produce a product for 20 years. An example of this is the United States Postal Service. The government created laws and banned potential competitors from offering the same service such as first class and standard mail. The government gave gave USPS the right to be a sole provider of the service of delivering mail. Any new entrants in the market have a difficult time or experience barriers to entry because of government-enforced government laws and regulation when it comes to the security and privacy of the mailing system. I actually found some pretty interesting information that I'd like to share with the listeners. Just as some background, there are antitrust laws that are put in place to prevent illegal monopolies from developing in the United States. In September, the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, sued Amazon for illegally maintaining monopoly power. The Federal Trade Commission argues that Amazon's ongoing pattern of illegal conduct blocks competition, allowing it to wield monopoly power to inflate prices, degrade quality, and stifle innovation for consumers and businesses. Jemima, I actually read about this too. The company's large size isn't the issue. It's a fact that it prevents current competitors from growing and new competitors from entering the market, which also acts as a barrier to entry. Amazon also uses anti-discounting measures that punishes other sellers on Amazon, bearing products that are cheaper than theirs in the search results. Amazon is choosing to push their own products over their competitors. 
In addition, Amazon conditions its seller's ability to obtain prime eligibility for their products, which is necessary for doing business on Amazon. This service is often costly to sellers and makes it more expensive in comparison to other platforms. This makes it harder for other competitors to gain a foothold. Wow, that's really interesting, guys. I agree. Thanks. Alrighty then, does anyone else have anything they'd like to add? Nothing from me. Nope. Okay, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and stay tuned for more. We'll be covering various microeconomic topics in the upcoming podcast. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.